You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Welcome to Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's Cinema Geekly's Marvel Podcast, and it's Anthony Narora. We are talking more Moon Knight on Disney+. Plus. It's the penultimate episode, Aurora. It's episode five. It's called Asylum, which I feel like I am in watching <laughs> this show. Um, there's a lot of stuff that happened in a this lot. episode, and some yes. of it I loved. I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff in here mm-hmm. I absolutely loved and adored, but the way the way things end here, I just okay. Let's first let's talk about what happens, and then mm-hmm. we'll talk about our feelings uh, afterwards. Feelings feelings come second. What's um, up, feelings? Yes. This episode. <laughs> uh, so the hippopotamus-headed god goddess that we met in the last episode is the goddess Tarwet, who is. Uh, in Egyptian mythology is the goddess of uh, women and children and fertility. She's also a fertility goddess, but I guess she's pulling double duty, triple duty uh, because she informs Mark Spector and Stephen Grant that they are in fact dead, like actually dead. And the hospital that they are in is not really a hospital. They're perceiving it to be, a hospital, but what they're really on is a boat sailing the sands of the Duat, which is the Egyptian afterlife. Mm-hmm. And she removes both of their hearts from their chests and weighs them on the scales of justice. And if the scale is equal to that of a feather, then they are allowed to enter the field of reeds, which is essentially Egyptian heaven. But if they are imbalanced, they get chucked overboard into the sands of the Duat. Um, their hearts are in balance, though, m- presumably by hidden memories that she suggests that they explore together. Grant goes to Chicago and sees a memory of Spectre's younger brother, Randall, drowning and Spectre's mother blaming him for it. While Mark reveals to Grant how he became Kanshu's avatar while on a mission with his partner, Bushman, who murdered Layla's father. Spectre and Grant convinced Tarwet to let them return to the living world to stop Arthur Harrow, and she steers the boat towards the gates of Osiris to do just that, when Spectre reluctantly explains that he unknowingly created Grant as a result of their mother's physical abuse. Grant and Spectre reconcile with one another, but their scales fail to balance, and hostile spirits begin to attack them, dragging Grant to the Duat, where he turns to sand. The scales then all of a sudden balance and Spectre finds himself in the fields of the field of reeds. Okay. So that is everything. It's a lot. Well, it's not everything, but it's a lot of everything. And it's a lot Mm -hmm. of a lot of stuff. 
So what did you think of episode five, Aurora? It was heartbreaking. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, especially the stuff with his his mother. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I mean, I loved seeing the origin story of the of Steven. Mm hmm. And, you know, why he was created and the recent, you know, the shield. Yeah. Um, basically, Mark from all the bad things that his mom did. Yeah. This um, is one of the darkest origin stories I've ever seen for is. anything. Yeah. Yes. It was, it was really hard to watch. Very difficult. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I liked it um, mm-hmm. in the sense that, I don't know, I it, it makes Steven... I don't know if dying is the right word. <laughs> right. But Stephen going away at mm-hmm. the end, even more impactful. Right. Because you see, you know, why he was created. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was amazing. Um, yes. And I thought that the performance was insane. Yeah. Oscar like, Isaac was great in this episode. It was amazing. Especially the scene that got me the most was when he is uh watching from the street his mom's funeral mm-hmm. when he goes he leaves and yes. uh all of a sudden steven comes and he's like oh mom i'm lost <laughs> <laughs> right. i thought that was oh my that broke my heart i that was amazing mm-hmm. um i think this this is my favorite episode so far really okay yeah um, um Oh, go ahead. But I, I, I know that you have some hesitations. Yeah. <laughs> which yeah. I think is, are the same as that I have, which is it continues to be a lot to process. It's a lot to process um, for sure. But mm-hmm. I feel like my mm, my biggest. OK, well, first, can I can I say something? I want to get something out of the way. Sure. Uh, uh Antonia Salib is the uh, the woman playing uh, Tourette. Tourette. It's a hard name to say. Um, yes. Which I famously said I didn't like how the voice sounded in the first episode, and it's still a little weird because she's like very current, like the way she speaks. She doesn't talk yeah. like how you would accept. You know, like when you listen to how Kanshu talks and you listen to how Tarot talks. Yeah, I was about to say that Kanshu and her sound very (laughs) different. Like Tarot sounds like, you know. I mean, I wonder if she sounds like that because she's, you know, for kids. Maybe. Maybe she has to sound more contemporary because of that. I don't know. Yeah, she just sounds very contemporary. But. Uh, as the episode went on, I started to actually really like her, and mm-hmm. um, I was I was a fan by the end of the episode. Um, outside of that, though, like my real problems with this are, um, I feel like this has been paced poorly. Uh, mm. We have one episode left, and I feel like there are too many things to address in one episode. Um, I was telling you off air that this is a problem I'm having with the second season of Star Trek Picard, where they have, uh, they're on their second to last episode as well. And it feels like there are a million things to tie up with one episode to tie everything up in. And when that is usually the case, the success rate where you successfully tie up everything and you feel very satisfied, 
uh, is rare. Usually things feel rushed or they feel uh, forgotten about and you're left going like, what happened to this or that? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, had this episode ended with them waking up in the tomb again, I feel like we'd be in at least a little bit of a better place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But there's all this other stuff. They've teased the Jake Lockley altar, which... Yeah, they have not shown. They've continued to tease, but and, not and shown. I actually thought that when uh, they said that the scales were not balanced, that's it was because of that. That's what I thought too. Yeah, um, uh, but they still weren't balanced at the end of this. It was only when oh, um, Stephen went overboard that it became balanced. Um, mm-hmm. But maybe that's because Mark's not balanced, right? He's got split personalities. Um, but then it did balance afterwards. So what does that mean about the Jake Lockley altar that they've hinted at? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, people are claiming that we see his altar in this episode when, uh, because whenever he, whenever Mark is fighting what's happening, his brain retreats to this, um, you know, not, the ship that they're on, but retreats deeper into the illusion that he's actually in a mental hospital. And one of them, he tries to kill Arthur Harrow with yeah, like a pointy object. And people are saying that that was Jake, but I don't know. Well, he did have like a different accent. A totally. Yeah. A little bit. And his face was bloody and cut and everything. Yeah. And there was a different demeanor, but mm-hmm. uh, none of that was really touched on. So that's something that they've got to touch on. Uh, they hinted at it. So what's the deal there? There is uh, Stephen Grant. I can't imagine they're just going to leave him there. Uh, it's he's, I mean, he's part of Mark to begin with. He it's is, not, he is. Yeah. he's part of Mark and he's also arguably the most likable of the altars. <laughs> so yep. uh, I can't imagine them getting rid of, of Steven. So we've got to do that. He's stuck in the field of reeds. Like they're not even back on the overworld yet. And then once you get back to the overworld, uh, what's going on with Harrow? It, it seems like they hinted at he has awoken Amit and is now the, uh, the avatar of Amit and is sending all sorts of souls to the Duat, even though he yep. shouldn't be. So uh, you've got to get back up there and you've got to stop him. How do you stop him? Uh, you probably need to reawaken Kanchu. How do we do that? Like there's a lot. It feels like there's like six or seven things they need to do. And they've got 50 minutes to do it all in and not make it feel like it's happening too quickly or right, or right. anything like that. So I th- that's really my problem. Like I'm following it okay, but mm-hmm. uh it just feels like you've set up a bunch like this feels like something they did earlier on with the show where ooh they asked some questions and now they're having us ask some more questions and now holy cow there's way too many answers there's like too many things happening all at once what's happening? Um, and this feels very similar where it's like, oh, they're setting up this thing to happen and then another thing. And uh, wow, they're setting up a lot of things to happen <laughs> here. And how are they going to tackle all of these things in one episode? Um, it feels like yep. there's no way to do that really well, but maybe they will. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I liked this episode more than the last couple for sure. I yes. loved, I really liked one and two. Three and four felt like kind of eh to me, uh, but this one has been 
a bit of a redemption episode, but I am very wary of how, like, my problems aren't with this episode. They're really more about how are they going to, how are they going to complete what they started here? Uh, in a in a manner that doesn't feel like uh, they rushed through all of that, like that happened really fast, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which is never it never really works out good. I don't think when that happens, but maybe uh, maybe it will be better. Um, yeah, but so it's hard it, to say. It, it, is it my under? Did I understand this correctly that because of his mom's death, mm-hmm. that's why Stephen started to take over more. Um, I think so. I think so. Um, because yeah, when that's, she that's yeah, that's what happened. But it, it I, I was trying. I was kind of confused as when he called her mm-hmm. asking for directions. I was like, is he like who is he talking to? Yeah, yeah, who is he talking to? Is it is it in his head only? Mm-hmm. Uh, because when they when uh Doctor Harrow <laughs> calls yes. the mom. He realizes that she's dead because yes. the, the phone is, is, is not there. connected to anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, th- I was kind of confused about that. I think you're right because um, it makes sense, right? Yeah. Uh, way early in the season when he met with uh, Layla, he's like, this is my mom's flat. Like, he, he right. lives here too. Right. And it feels to me like when she died, even though she abused him, horribly like he still he felt not only responsible for his brother's death but i think mark also felt responsible for his mother's mental state like he caused that to happen to her and when she died presumably as a result of her mental illness um you know he blamed himself for that too and his steven altar just took over because Mm -hmm. that altar his mom is wonderful and perfect and nice and right. everything you could ever want or ask for. And um, he would rather live in that world than yeah. Yeah. Uh, the one that he believes he created for himself. And mm-hmm. I really, I truly did love, I love the moment where Steven is telling him, he's like, you're a child. This, none of this is your fault. You were just a right. kid. I, I loved all I thought that was sweet and yeah Oscar Isaac did like every emotion in this oh, episode he was he's incredible such a good job yeah, yeah. he's it was amazing um so yeah I like this episode I just have a lot of problems with the pacing and I hope it does not affect the final episode but uh final thoughts uh, or other mentions Aurora and what would you give episode five? Well, the only thing I wanted to mention was that I like the fact that Marvel has been able to show different afterlives. Yeah, they Tarwet mentions like, this. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> she was just like, you'd be surprised at how many multidimensional how many? <laughs> uh, planes of existence there are. And then she specifically mentions uh, the ancestral plane from Black right. Panther. She's like, that's yes. really pretty. And I'm like, yeah, yeah it yeah. is, isn't it? Yeah. This one, I did not like that much. This is very nerve-wracking if they sent me here. <laughs> no, this felt too much like uh, the Klingon afterlife. The yeah. yeah. I have to watch the scales. I was like, I, I, I'll be like, have I been good enough? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like you start questioning <laughs> everything. You're like, um, is this good? I don't know. I don't yeah. want to live in the sand. 
No, thanks. Yeah, this reminded me too much of the Klingon afterlife. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll, no thanks. Uh, I don't want to. No, no, no. no. Uh, don't want to sail on the river of dead people. No thanks. No. Gross. No. I'd, I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather turn into a, a majestic cat and live in a beautiful tree. Uh, yeah, that'll be great. Thank you. I just laze around <laughs> all day. That sounds perfect. Please and thanks. Um, yes. But yeah, I, I really like that. I really like that too. And you know, honestly, it brought me back down for a minute. I'm like, what are we doing here? And then she does sort of explain like, there's a bunch of those things. And then she mentions this place. I'm like, oh yeah, that stuff does exist here. Doesn't it? Like I, for a minute, I'm like, come on, this is weird. Right? Like (laughs) I, I accepted a a purple California raisin guy with a magic jewel (laughs) glove that it wiped out half of all life in the universe. But you know, an Egyptian afterlife, Give me a break. Um, but, you know, she explained it. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, that that works. I yeah. guess it's not any weirder than all that other weird stuff that no. I perfectly accept in this yeah, universe no. of movies. Yep. Um, yep. I think I uh, think it's just that I've been struggling a little bit with this show. Like, I'm just not. Um, I feel like the characters are well acted and. For the most, like, I can follow everything that's happening. I think I'm just struggling to connect. That's mm. all. Which is a little weird because I have, um, um, I struggle with mental health issues a lot. And I figured, oh boy, like, uh, you know, a character with mental health problems. And I can relate on, on those levels, but I don't know. There's just something where I'm not fully connecting to everything Mm. and to me like this show and maybe maybe some of it is it's a character that i don't know anything about and all of the other disney plus shows so far have been about characters that we know and have Mm. already earned an attachment to so you know i didn't feel a whole lot about iron man after i watched the very first iron man movie Mm -hmm. um it took a little bit of time um so Although this this show, to be fair to Iron Man, this show has had more time than Iron Man had uh, to get me interested in a character. And I'm still uh, interested is not the right word. He's interesting. But I, I think I'm more talking about that uh, intangible thing of like, oh, there's just there's something there for me or there isn't. And yeah. for whatever reason, like it's not all the way there for me. Um I mean, even with One Division, like I felt like the pacing was very nice because mm-hmm. it was like very slowly introducing us to what's going on. Yes, it's just in this one, it feels very rushed. Like very I'm getting fast. so much, so much information mm-hmm. every episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and it doesn't help that they have to basically also introduce a lot of people and concepts at the same time as well. Right. So yes, um, I'm almost wondering how this would have turned out as a movie, like how you do the origin. Uh, for yeah. the movie, because um, it's weird. This movie starts with him as Moon Knight already, but he just there's a part of him that doesn't know it, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, but yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, what would you give episode five? Well, I gave this one a high score. I gave this one Ooh. a four and a half. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. I just liked the the this the whole story that happened in this episode. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Uh, we're, we're a little separated on this one. I gave it three and three quarters. Uh, okay. Close to a four. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did not enjoy it as much. But okay. a lot of that is still sitting on my sort of, I guess, anxiety about what they're going to do 
Like, how are they going to follow this up? I have a million questions. And usually with Marvel, I'm like, okay, you've earned like plenty of goodwill. Like, I know you're going to pull through on this, but usually that's with a lot more time left. Uh, there's right. not a lot of time left. And I'm just like, I don't know how you can do this, guys. Uh, <laughs> you know, maybe if it's a two hour episode, if there's like an extended episode, maybe, or it runs maybe. a little bit longer, maybe they give them an extra. 30 minutes or, or they, something. Or maybe they leave it at a cliffhanger and they announce that there's going to be a season two. That's possible. That's yeah. possible. Instead mm -hmm. of putting them into movies, because uh, I don't know how you would even fit into the movies right now. Um, right. There doesn't appear to be much of a, a tie-in there at all. So, mm -hmm. um, okay. Well, we shall see, everybody. Uh, and that is the podcast for this week. Uh, in the meantime, you can head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. And of course, as a listener supported podcast, and there are a couple of different ways you can help out there. If you want to, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash cinemageekly. We have our merch store, geeklymerch.com. The links for both are in the show notes for this episode. And you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Audible. Anywhere good podcasts are found, just search for Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., Hit subscribe, and that way you can join us next time to hear us talk about episode six, the season finale of Moon Knight on Disney Plus. Mm -hmm.